When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions. apply. Hello, everyone, and good morning. Welcome to our live feed update for July 10th. I'm your host, Taryn Armstrong, and with me today is Kirsten. How are you doing, Kirsten? You know, uh, not great, Taryn. Uh, you know, I thought you were the homie, but I, the, these last few days I've seen you talking to other people, and it's just disrespectful. Yeah, uh, I also, I am wearing my uh, finale outfit. Um I apologize. How dare you um, you rub that in my face? Uh, Not cool. Yeah. We are here to update you on everything that happened yesterday on the Big Brother 24 live feeds. It was day four in the house. And uh, there's there's a lot to catch you up on. Uh, Occasionally, especially early in the season, uh, there's so much to talk about that it would be like a three hour podcast and we need to just kind of like really extra summarize. Uh, that is probably going to be, uh, today, um, because there's a lot of, uh, of things to talk about, a lot of other, th- other things to talk about as well. So, mm-hmm. um, we are going to do our best here to 
get you up to speed on uh, on what's been happening here and uh, try to uh, break down the uh, the various things. So let's just get straight into it. Um, to catch you up, of course, Daniel is the HOH. He, uh, on day three, nominated Michael and Terrence for eviction. Michael, because uh, he was not one of the strong guys, um, and Michael was his target. Terrence, because it was just an easy nomination. Very quickly after the nominations, um, Ter- when Terrence talked to Daniel, Daniel made it clear that Terrence was not his target, and the conversations with Terrence went very well and uh, only further reaffirmed his opinion that he did not want Terrence to go and that he did want Michael to go. Um, in the meantime, uh, we've got, you know, the Mamba Alliance. We've got a bunch of different alliances. Let me pull up the, uh, the cast as well. Uh, I apologize that the text uh, might be a little small uh, if you're not in full screen. Um, but, uh, I can try to show you that if I, if I try to change it in any way, it just doesn't, it just doesn't well, work. No, but here's uh, the thing, Taryn, why would anyone not have us in full screen? Why are you disrespecting yeah, right. us? Put yeah. it in full screen. Um, also, um, Daniel's a flop. Oh my God. What a, like, I know this has been talked to death the last few days. You know, I, I'm, I'm not like reinventing the wheel here, but like winning the first HOH, really only a benefit if you know what you're doing and uh i guess he's on another planet i don't know i i can't mm-hmm. um so uh so that's that's what's happening with the nominations uh we of course have different alliances but really the the main thing that was going on it basically it it felt like in the beginning of the day right terrence and michael on the block the intrigue was coming from the fact that uh, the alliances intermingled in such a way that it, it could end up being a split vote or at the very least um, some kind of um, fight for uh, who was going to go and who was going to stay. And that's because uh, Paloma's group, the girls' girls, um, plus Mamba uh, would want to keep Michael around um, and Daniel and the people that he's working with, primarily the Motley crew plus Nicole, um, and then by extension, the rest of the guys, which are loosely named Oasis, uh, would want Terrence to stay and Michael to go. And so, um, I'll, I'll brief, I'll briefly give you, uh, the names of these alliances again. Uh, the girls, girls, <laughs> Alyssa, uh, Paloma, Amira, Indy, Jasmine, and Brittany. Then, uh, the Mamba Alliance is Alyssa, Paloma, Amira, Monty, um, uh, Kyle, and Michael, and then the guys are the guys. Uh, and so <laughs> the guys are the guys. <laughs> so basically, the intrigue here is that, and I'm not going to go over all the votes because there's so many people that don't vote. So there's nine votes total. Yes. Paloma's group has five within the girls, girls, and Mamba. Um, plus they were probably looking to get somebody like Joseph to come along with them. Uh, but basically the intrigue is that, um, the, the other guys would expect Monty and Kyle to vote with them to vote out Michael and vote to keep Terrence. Um, and, uh, the Mamba Alliance would obviously expect them to vote to keep Michael and things are going to be a little bit weird. Uh, you know, if, if push comes to shove now, 
all of that is irrelevant because push doesn't come to shove. Uh, but, uh, but that's where things were looking like they were going. Push doesn't, sorry, that, that cracked me up. Sorry, Dan. <laughs> no worries. Um, so veto, uh, of course is going to occur today. The veto players are drawn and, uh, Indy, Amira and Turner are picked to play alongside Daniel, Michael and Terrence. Um, yes. so that is, that's the, the consistency of the, uh, that's the makeup of the veto competition here. We actually got a leak of the competition. It looked like, uh, there were two tracks. We do, we did confirm it was like a face, uh, head, head to head kind of situation. Yes. Um, and, uh, they were like dressed up as like Renaissance knights or whatever. Oh, was that what that was? Renaissance? I don't know. I just, Renaissance came to my head. Maybe okay, maybe because okay. Renaissance fairs. Uh, if if I'm being honest, I don't really know what Renaissance means, uh, other than like the resurgence okay. of something. Right? Well, it's also Beyonce's new album, so maybe they're trying to be on theme. Uh, so, uh, so anyway, veto competition. Michael's hyping himself up. What would Janelle do? What would Janelle do? She would win the veto. Yes, she would and simply then, win the veto, and then celebrate in their faces. Um, so, uh, he's hyping himself out, uh, uh, hyping himself up and, um, Brittany joins him and gives him a pep talk. Uh, she's like, I visualize yourself winning. Um, she's like, one of my biggest hobbies is that I look into like this kind of thing about, uh, you know, like, uh, like basically therapy stuff. Um, and, uh, she's like, visualize yourself winning. Uh, and she goes off on a, like, screw them for not seeing any value in us. Like, you're going to show them that we have value and it's going to be great. Uh, and she hypes him up and it's a great pep talk. Um, and he, he's into it. Now, is there an argument to be made that she hypnotized him? <laughs> could she, could she have hypnotized him a little bit? I think there's an argument to be made that she hypnotized herself later in the day. <laughs> well, yes. <laughs> Um, Michael says to the cameras that he does really love Brittany, uh, but he hopes that his conflicts, uh, his interests don't conflict essentially, uh, between Mamba and his thing with Brittany, because at the end of the day, he's got to look out for himself, whatever that means. Um, so a little bit of an interesting thing there. Uh, now, um, uh, we spoke about finale outfits. Uh, we also talked yesterday about how, um, you know, the other sort of like storyline through the season so far has been that basically from the second the feeds turned on, um, there has been uh, quite the anti-Taylor sentiment uh, in the air. And um, on day three uh, yesterday, or sorry, the day before, um, not actually yesterday, because look, it's weird how we do this. Um, yesterday but, for the feeds yesterday. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yesterday from yesterday, uh, Taylor uh, kind of opened up to the house about um, having trouble connecting with people sometimes and, uh, uh, you know, situations in the past that she's um, experienced difficulty with these sorts of things. And so she's try been trying to make more of an effort to connect, especially with uh, some of the women. and. Um, you know, in an effort to, uh, sort of connect with them, uh, I believe, uh, something about like her, some of her outfits maybe had just arrived or something along those lines. And so, um, she was just kind of like trying them out, um, doing a little bit of a fashion show as, uh, the room full of, um, mostly women until Joseph joined, uh, were kind of like egging her on. 
Yeah. And, and so the, the impression I got and like, you know, in my life, I've spent a lot of time bonding with other women over clothing and sharing clothing. And we've seen it for years on Big Brother as well, that everybody ends up wearing each other's clothes. And it can be like a really kind of easy, low pressure way to try and build something if you don't feel super comfortable getting deep with people or having strong conversations with people. And so the way I saw it, and Taylor even says like, it's going to be open season on my closet. Like my only rule is that I need to wear something first before you can borrow it, which is a very standard girls rule. Very normal. Nothing weird about it. And everyone is encouraging her. They're talking about how good she looks and they like her clothes and like, yeah, show us the next one. Let's go. But then later they're like, okay, let me talk out the other side of my mouth. Yeah, uh, this uh, this does uh, just just briefly. Uh, it reminds me of um, of, of when Aza uh, let who was it? Was it Alyssa? Oh, uh, um, it was somebody. It might have been Alyssa. Like uh, wear wear her finale dress, <laughs> and then she was so mad because it, it like uh, ripped or something. I, I don't remember, but Aza was so funny. You um, have to be. That's the other thing. You're gonna borrow someone's clothes. You need to be good with them. Literally, literally. Taylor is just existing in the world, living her life, and people are like, you know what would be really fun? Uh, To say that this very chill woman is bullying us and also do microaggressions against her. Like, it's horrible. This is horrible. Yes. So, um, so just, just to, to, to like fully explain the situation, like she's literally just trying on clothes. Um, they are very much like, oh my God, you're so beautiful. Um, and, uh, try on more, try on more, do this one. Um, and so she eventually puts on what she calls, uh, you know, the, her finale outfit or the thing that she's going to wear for the finale. Right. And they're like, oh, it's so great. Uh, you know, the, the, the thing that people do. Um, and, um, <laughs> like oh, it's just yes this is the definition of snatched uh like you're so Which, like, you're so beautiful and all of the those statements true oh yeah like <laughs> listen taylor is one of the most beautiful people i have ever seen in my entire life and she also has the clothes absolutely stunning it's like when kyle is like going off like complimenting people like everything the way he treats everyone is how people should be treating taylor especially when it comes to her outfits yes and so she they're like oh like show it off for us and so she does like a little walk in the bedroom um they're like oh my god this is so amazing you've got to show everyone else and she's like no 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 uh like that's that was not the intent here and they're like oh come on come on come on come on uh, and we'll like introduce you like hey, it's Miss America. She's like Miss America. I'm like okay, no, 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 come on, we got to do this. So they get her to go out and do a little walk, and they're like introducing Miss Big Brother. Um, and uh, she she comes out. She's like oh, hey, um, and you know, she does her thing. So everybody gets to see, and um, and she's you know she, people are, are like she's showing it off, and um, people are like oh that's your finale outfit. Like oh you're showing off your finale outfit. She's like why. I didn't want to, but it made me come out here. Um, and, uh, and so she, she shows it off. She, then she goes back. She takes it off. Um, what, a, what a fun, you know, we, we've, we've been having these fashion shows on Big Brother lately. Like what a fun little moment, right? For years. For, nothing new. This is not yeah. new ground. Yeah. It's, and everyone, everyone loved her outfit. Everyone's having a good time. Uh, what a, what a nice house. 
you, yeah, everyone is best friends and they all get along really well. And yeah, it's so good. Yeah. Um, so, uh, another thing that happens in the morning is that, uh, Taylor has a conversation with Monty. Um, and from what we saw of it, uh, it was mostly just like, what would happen if the veto was one? Not sure. Hopefully, uh, I wouldn't think it would be another have not guy, right? Um, and they actually briefly talk about like, you know, Terrence is up on the block. What, what are we going to do? Taylor's not sure. Um, they're kind of like, uh, ah, oh, man, it sucks that like, you know, that Terrence is up there. Uh, because, you know, obviously we're not going to do like a cookout thing again. Um, and then the feed's kind of cut from the conversation. Um, so we didn't see much more of that, uh, particular conversation, but, uh, don't worry. It comes up later. Um, so <clears throat> anyway, we get to the veto competition and I'm skipping yeah. a lot of like campaigny stuff. It's in the morning. there's there's so much little stuff of like, oh, yeah. what would you do if you won the veto? Would you want me to use the veto? Which, Who should like, I pick? What should I do? Exactly. Who do you vote for? Like and and nothing that exciting because a lot of it is people asking Daniel what to do and he doesn't have um any opinions that aren't given to him by other people. So it's he he doesn't really know how to respond to those questions. Yes. Uh, and much of the campaigning and who would you vote for and what would you do with the veto becomes irrelevant because Michael wins the power of veto. What would Janelle do? She would win. She would. Uh, <laughs> and and he did. Um, it was apparently a pretty close one. Amira did very well. Um, people uh, really respected Amira's performance. Um and uh, there's some drama that comes from this, both the competition and just the general time that the feeds were down, uh, primarily because um, Paloma is pissed at Daniel. Um, she says, this guy is problematic. Uh, he's got to go. Um, did you see how much of a sore loser he was in this competition? He, uh, she says that he accused Indy of cheating in the competition. Um, that, uh, he was like, yeah, you cheated. Um, <laughs> embarrassing. That's like the, the problem is you hear all of this from Paloma and yes. you're like, is it true? Who knows? We, we can't believe her. She's the problem, an unreliable narrator. The problem is she goes to Indy and she's like, can you believe what Daniel did to you? And Indy's like, what? I didn't, I thought it was chill. Yeah. And Indy just vibing as per I usual. think Daniel's a good guy. She says. I mean, here's the thing. Um, I already knew Paloma's bad before this, but she's someone who likes the Kira Knightley version of Pride and Prejudice, which is a fake <laughs> fan anyways. Uh, it's not the BBC six part miniseries. Who even are you? Um, so... Bennett. Embarrassing. She's Kitty at best. Caroline Bing, more likely. Bing Lee. You are speaking gibberish to me. So, well, I'm sorry you don't know the classics of the first ever rom-com, but she thinks that she is the heroine of the story, and it's frankly embarrassing for her. And the Carrie Knightley movie is trash. Oh, no, don't say that to Paloma. <laughs> oh, I'll tell her to her face. I, lo I would love to talk to Paloma face-to-face -face about anything. Um... So, uh, so Indy apparently not upset by the Daniel thing and uh, who, who knows? I, I don't think this is going to stick this drama, but it, it happened. And so, you know, uh, another thing that happened while the feeds were down is that, um, uh, Brittany hypnotized herself, uh, or at least that's my theory and, or she has a twin, uh, that she's switching out with. Um, and so, um, Brittany observed. 
<laughs> yeah, I think you need to get closer to the camera when you do your your pretty stuff. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh God, wait, no. Observe. I take it back. I take it back. I, take I observed it back. at the table. It was an no. observe bounty of riches. I take it back. I take it back. Whoops, that's not how it works. How oh do I get God. it back? Taryn said we don't need Kirsten. We can just cast up. There it oh is. My God. Uh, so yeah, yeah, Trey, I would be proud. Um Discover why critics are calling Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes the best film of the franchise. What a wonderful day! It's a jaw-dropping spectacle that demands to be seen on the biggest screen possible. I need to go. Hang on. It is our time. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Now playing only in theaters. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. So remember, uh, Brittany is claiming to be a researcher, a uh, toy researcher, and that she's constantly referencing as a researcher. Uh, you know, I, ob- I observe. And as so. A researcher. Yes. She made some observations at the table uh, while the feeds were down. And um, I, I don't know. I still don't really know what those observations were, if I'm it's, being honest. Well, and the thing is, is like watching the conversation, I was like, okay, Brittany. And then even when you look at how people are reporting on the conversation, it's just like, Brittany shared many observations. <laughs> I was like, yeah. okay, so you got just as much from this as I did. <laughs> Um, so I, the, the main thing, the, the, the biggest message that Brittany has. So Brittany's one of the first people to talk to Daniel post veto. And obviously we know with Michael winning the veto, somebody's going to have to go up as the replacement. We know that Daniel doesn't want Terrence to go. So this person is going to be the intended target, whether they actually go home is another question, but, uh, it's definitely huge. Who's, who's going to go up, uh, as the replacement. Yes. And this is why, like, especially with the backstage twist and everything, like totally understand the thought process of, okay, I have a pawn and I have a target, whatever. Sure. But even when you're putting up a pawn, it has to be someone where you're still fine with them going home. Like you can never put someone on the block that you're not fine with them going home. If things change, especially in a week where there's no tiebreaker. Mm -hmm. So, uh, so Brittany is, again, one of the first people to talk to Daniel. Nicole ends up coming in, and it's basically her talking to Nicole and Daniel. Uh, they, by the way, think they're doing a great job of hiding their uh, closeness, uh, Nicole and Daniel. 
Um, but very, like very much everybody knows. Um, so, uh, Daniel's obviously like, he's, he's like, he's pissed, but like, oh, this is big brother. Uh, because this is, this sucks that my target just won and now he's going to be coming for me, but this is big brother. Uh, and so Brittany's talking to him and the biggest takeaway from her observation is that there are so many people in this house that are just here for the fame. And, you know, there's, there's just, there's, there's few of us here that are not here for the fame. And, uh, luckily that's, you know, obviously we're not here for the fame. We're here for the money. Uh, well, yeah, because <laughs> Big Brother is so big for fame mm. after, um, you, you know how the contestants are so famous after the season. Yeah. And the person that she thinks is here the most for fame is Indy. She does, she doesn't even know what version of Big Brother she's on. She just wants to be on Big Brother Brazil. Uh, that's, uh, why is she even here? Uh, she wants to be on the other show. I think it's a beggars can't be choosers situation, but okay. (laughs) Yeah. Um, and, uh, you might, you might be thinking, wait a minute, why is she throwing Indy under the bus? Isn't she in an alliance with Indy? And my answer to that is, yes, she is. And I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like that's what a lot, a lot of this, it's like, okay. Yeah. Uh, now, I guess to be fair to Brittany, um, this is not just on her. Uh, Jasmine and Amira also had a conversation earlier in the day about like, what does Indy even do here? Uh, like, she, they, uh, Amira talked a little bit of game with Indy and she's like, that's the first time Indy talked game with me at all. Like, uh, well, people, people again, within it's... the girls, girls are not a fan, not, not huge fans of Indy. Although I think, uh, maybe Paloma is a little bit more so, but, uh, it's also day four like in like it's weird because like the strategy of this house is moving at such a strange pace where a lot of people are not really talking strategy or don't know how to initiate those conversations largely because of daniel's open door policy Uh, but then there's this like weird judgment for people that are not perceived as playing hard enough which like I think over the past few years, we've all agreed that like playing hard is better than not playing at all in general. But normally it does take, you know, a week or so for people to get more established in the game and where they are and used to the cameras and the feeds and everything. But no, other people, other players get to arbitrarily decide when the game happens. And if you're not in the room for that specific moment, well, sorry, you've, you've missed the boat and now you're not playing hard enough. Yes. So remember that uh, prior to the nominations, the initial nominations, Daniel had mentioned that his shortlist was essentially Michael, Terrence, uh, Taylor and Indy. Um, but we also know that there's been a big push from primarily Amira, um, but also, you know, Paloma and Alyssa and a couple of other people that uh, they would love to see somebody like Joseph go up on the block. So in terms of a replacement nominee, it seems like the top three names on the board are Indy Taylor and uh, Joseph with Daniel probably uh, thinking Indy's the easiest option. Um, so uh, Brittany very much like, yeah, she's here for fame. And she's like, and Terrence, ah, I hate to say it, but he's breaking down. Uh, he's he's uh, he, he's and he and, and Danny's like, what, what, what do you mean? Like, what, what are you trying to say? She's like, 
well, basically that we should keep him around. Right. Uh, and he's like, okay. Um, and, um, and so then she starts talking about Taylor. Uh, and he's like, Oh, I don't know about Taylor. Like, um, you know, I, like, I wouldn't like, you know, he's, he's kind of like anti big move. She's like, well, uh, I can tell you, um, cause he's like, don't, don't, don't the girls like Taylor. She's like, no, 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 the girls, they do not like Taylor. Wow. Really? Um, and she, she's like, yeah, yeah, no, nobody likes Taylor. Uh, every, everybody doesn't like Taylor. Um, it's like, Oh, okay. Uh, and, uh, and, and, you know, and then she, she just keeps going, uh, just basically like draw, just, just like anybody that, that is brought up, she's got something to throw them under the bus. Uh, like I, I, I genuinely don't understand what she's doing here. Uh, but, uh, but she's super hyped up about it. I mean, as you would be when you're just throwing things at the wall and seeing what sticks. Yes. Um, so I will say, uh, like, Pretty much anybody that talk anybody that talks to Daniel, except for Michael, yes. uh, he likes this conversation. He's like, "Oh yeah, she just laid out so much for us." Um, Nicole, though, seemed a little more like sketched out by this uh, situation. She's like, "What? Like, that was weird." Um, and the, wait, the fact that she was observing uh, at the table is terrible because I was having a whisper conversation with uh, either Pooch or Turner. Uh, I think Pooch. Um, about like what we would do if the veto was one, and like we were talking about it, and she probably heard that because she was observing. And then it's like, okay, so the problem is now that you were observed, and not the fact that you were having an open whisper conversation in front of people. Weird. That's weird. Yeah. Uh, so Amira is gonna talk to Nicole. Uh, after this and um, again her pitch is like let's try to get Daniel to make a, a move here uh, and uh, the move that, that that she wants to be made is uh, Joseph and Nicole is in she's like I'm I'm down for that that would be a great idea the only thing is that I want to I'd want to make sure that we would have the votes and that we'd back up Daniel I don't want to leave Daniel uh, you know uh, hanging to dry whatever the phrase is um, <laughs> I look. You're the sleep deprivation is already taking over for Taryn four days in. I'm listen. These people fall asleep at what six, and then the music comes on at seven thirty. When is Taryn to sleep? Yeah. So <clears throat> they agree. Let's get Joseph on the block. Uh, and uh, the problem is that Daniel right now he's you know he really wants to take the safe route. Uh, but Daniel's talking to Terrence, and he tells Terrence, "Hey, I really want you to stay." Terrence says, look, if you really want me to stay, I think you should really make a bigger move. I think you should take a big shot. Make sure that the person sitting next to me is somebody that nobody can resist, you know, voting out, essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, the conversation is longer than that. But basically, Daniel is pretty receptive to the idea. Uh, Terrence is making some good points. And it's starting to feel like, OK, Daniel's starting to be receptive to the idea of making a big move. Amira had actually been pushing the idea uh, even before the veto had been won by Michael. And uh, Daniel was basically like, I'd think about it. And so um, now Amira and Nicole just need to pitch to Daniel. Let's do Joseph. And there's a chance we might see something happen. And so the doorbell rings. Daniel opens the door. And uh, Turner comes in. Wait, wait, Turner. It's supposed to be Amira and Nicole. Uh Uh-oh. What's Turner doing here? Turner is the messenger, okay? He speaks, he's like the, I guess, the Lorax of his alliances. He speaks for them. Uh, The the other thing, too, okay, so just before we get into the turn of it all, everyone's talking, oh, make a big move, make a big move, make a big move. This is week one. 
Daniel could establish what a big move means in this house and take the reins and take control, which is what, or at, at least get people behind him. But instead, I don't understand what they even mean by big move because how is Joseph a big move? It's, I mean, he's really like, not that big like, of a move, but like you know, at least saying- at least you're taking out one of the like six massive dudes. Yeah, ever everyone's like, oh, big, big move, a uh, big move, big move, as a way to like, just like sprinkle dust to be like, oh no, you don't see our giant alliance. You will nominate someone who's outside of that alliance, and we'll tell you it's a big move. And like, fair enough, that's their game, but it's annoying because I really like. Yeah, a, a big move is basically anything that's not the most uh, cowardly uh, little move. But and what I don't even know what a cowardly little move would be. Whatever pisses people off the least. Yeah, if you like, piss off at least one person outside of the person that got nominated, that's a big move. Um, I miss Karen Singbeal. I'll say it. <laughs> I'm not afraid. So, uh, Turner comes in instead of Nicole or Amira. Uh, Turner comes in. He he does bear a message. Uh, Turner says, "Look." Uh, us guys, we have discussed the situation and uh, I'm up here as the representative of said guys uh, to present to you what uh, what you should do, which is you should nominate. Uh, hold on. Let me just preface. It is a big move. All right. And I get I get it. You want to play it safe. But look, we're just presenting you with this option. We really think it's a good idea. We want to just say that. We stand behind you. If you do this, we all, all all of our votes already locked in. Uh, so here's what we should, what you should do. Um, big move, put up Taylor. And he's like, Oh no, Taylor. (sighs) Yeah. The biggest move of all nominating the person who is completely isolated from everyone for existing. What a move. Wow. Congratulations. Well, you see what I remember the definition of big move is that it pisses off at least one person other than the person nominated. But with Taylor, she's going to be so pissed off that it's that it's just a big move by itself. And I like literally F off all of these people. I am so furious. Taylor is seems like the chillest person in the entire world. And so any sort of assertion that she is going to be angry or blow up or anything is literally just a microaggression playing into the angry black woman trope because it's racism. It's I mean, messed up. Is it even Stop micro it. at this point? Like, well, yeah, well, like that's, that's the thing too. Like the concept of saying she's going to blow up is a microaggression, but everyone has really gone macro with the yeah. aggression against uh, Taylor. And it's, not okay. It is so disgusting. This woman breathes and they can think of 10 reasons why they should be targeting her. So apparently she's a bully. How can one person bully 15 people? Tell me that. Tell me how one person bullies 15 people. Cause I would love to, learn, cause I would dress? like, cause I would like to bully all 15 of them, <laughs> to be honest. So teach me how, so I can do it. I'm sorry. I interrupted that line. That was a good line. I've had enough. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Sorry, I even I made tea before the podcast to try and calm myself down, but I've just been sitting here straight up raging for like three hours. I mm-hmm. I don't know what else to do. 
Yes. Well, Daniel, Daniel's response to this pitch uh, is like, ah, like I'm, I'm into the idea. Like I want to do what you want me to do. But I did. He just he like he just talked to Taylor, had a good conversation with her, had talked to her earlier. He's like, I'm, I have been having some good conversations with her. I feel like she's opening up. Um, like, oh, that sucks. And uh, and Turner's like, look, you don't have to. We're just we're just giving you the idea and saying that it's a really good idea, and we would all back you if you did the idea, and we would all love you if you did the idea, and that it's a really good idea, and that you should do the idea. But we're not saying you have to do the idea. Um. And like maybe you are saying they have to do the idea and like all they sit and do is so now it's like, okay, well, Daniel is hearing the idea and he's not like totally opposed to it, but he's putting up a little like tiny arguments and it's like, okay, well, let's walk it back just a tiny bit of like, okay, well, you know, uh, we're really intimidated by Taylor because she's done pageants. So she knows what she's doing. Love to know what that means. Uh, but okay, like maybe, maybe we can look and maybe there's two options. Maybe you have two like, options, Daniel. She's competed before, like in reality. That's basically what a pageant is. Well, yeah, and everyone else has participated in society. Like, congratulations if we're all talking about things people do. Um, so, uh, Nicole is going to come in afterward and uh, she's going to make the Joseph pitch. Uh, she says, look, Joseph, when he was in, he was basically volunteering to go up. He's like, what? I didn't catch that at all. Uh, she's like, well, I was talking to Amira and we're kind of feeling like, what if you made a big move? You put up Joseph uh, and uh, Daniel, uh, unfortunately, did not go. Oh, I love it. He did the opposite. Um just 20 minutes late. If this had come up 20 minutes earlier, it, it, it could have been something. Which still, again, don't love the immediate instinct to nominate Joseph either. But uh, it's all ugly. It's all ugly in BB24. Yes. So uh, he basically is like, oh, man, I the thing about nominating Joseph is that like I've already like the guys have already come to me and all promised me their votes. Uh, and like, I wouldn't want to like ruin that, you know, like I've already got those votes. Um, and, uh, you know, I just feel like, and, and Nicole immediately like, oh, okay, then never mind. Totally, totally don't even forget. I even said it. Uh, what are the other options? He says, okay, so here's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking Indy or Taylor. My initial instinct is Indy, but you know, the guys came up to me and they're like, what if we did Taylor? Um, so I'm not sure, but like, can I just hold on? Can I just say, like, how cool is it that like all these guys are saying they'll vote how I want? Like, aren't Enough. we doing so well? Also, uh, annoying. Daniel's like, oh, I don't get along with big alpha males, but the second he gets a crumb of validation from them, he's like, oh yeah, I've got those alpha males. Okay, yeah, we get it, we get it, Daniel. You were bullied in middle school or whatever but that is that is actually like when Brittany was hyping up uh michael earlier in the day she she spelled that out like explicitly she was like i thought daniel would be like cool wouldn't want to be with the alpha bros but what i failed to recognize is that maybe you know because he didn't get along with the alpha bros like in high school now he's in this situation where they need something from him and he's able to sort of like heal that wound uh by like uh, getting in with them. Uh, I was like, yeah. Yeah, it's not going to heal that wound when they shove you in a locker next week, nerd. 
Oh boy. Get out of here. I'm sick of them all. I'm sorry. I'm sick of them all. Um, so, uh, he's, he's very excited that they promised him their votes. Uh, when, I mean, do, do he's, this guy is a fan of the show. Uh, that is the default state. Like, if you are HOH, everybody should be promising you their votes. Uh, like, that is how things work. I, I don't understand how you don't I, know that. I, I mean, it's weird too, because like, it's not an HOH-itis thing either. Oh, it's because, the opposite. Like, he, he's sitting there like, yeah, like devaluing himself with every move that he makes. Very bizarre behavior he just, for he, someone he ref- who like, loves the show so much. Yeah, like he absolutely just refuses to, to wield any power whatsoever. Uh, and uh, just like, it's just like, somebody please just use me. And yeah, then... And, and- You can dispose of me later if you want. I just need to be used. Well, and and that's the thing, too, where, like, if that's the way you want to play Big Brother, like, you know what? That's that's fine, too. If if that's how you want to play, cool. So throw the first HOH. Like, why are you playing not an HOH game as the HOH? What are you going to do next week? Like, stop it. So, uh, speaking about these guys, like, obviously, look, obviously we're not going to be working with them like long term or anything, but I do think that they all need to stay for like, at least like a month, you know, like at least like a month before we start doing that. Cause like, you know, then, then we can start taking them out. And this is when I tweeted out, I was like, we're literally watching in real time how this happens. Like. You you wait a month to take any shots at these guys, and now all of a sudden they're trading HOHs, and all of your allies are gone. And what are you going to do now? Like this is the time. Like this is the time. It always is. It's very simple. Well, and that's the thing too. Like uh, the early bird gets the worm, and especially when uh, there are so many worms, worms being giant people. <laughs> You gotta, you gotta start going for them early because if they seize power, it's gonna be too late and everyone else will just get picked off one by one by one. Mm-hmm. Um, now, you know, uh, in terms of like Daniel's strategy, uh, obviously it's not gonna be in everyone's interest to take a shot at the big guys all the time. Um, yeah. but, uh, just I think the thing that I'm particularly taking issue with is his specific logic in this moment, which is not the logic that he should be using. Um, but he goes back to Indian. So Indian Taylor, his instinct is Indy. Um, uh, and, be, and the problem is that like he, he has been feeling better about Taylor, uh, but it's starting to sound like everybody doesn't like Taylor uh, and that it, maybe that is an easy move. Um, but maybe because everyone doesn't like Taylor and she likes us, maybe that means we should keep her around. Right. And like maybe just do Indy. Um Let's get to that second level of logic. Yes. And Nicole's like, yeah, I think that I think that makes sense. I think Indy is maybe the call. Um, he's like, yeah, I think so, too. Uh, I think Indy is the one we should uh, we should go for. Uh, so they break. Uh, Nicole goes downstairs. Um, Monty comes up. Uh, <sighs> Monty, one of the guys, uh, he's got the same idea. He pitches Taylor. Um, she's very safe option. Here's the thing. You really want to keep Terrence. You put Taylor up. Everyone's going to vote her out. Nobody likes her. Uh, and let me, let me tell you about 
some of the things that she has been doing. Did you know? Did you know that she wore her finale dress earlier? In front of the nominees. Yeah. The disrespect. Arrogance. She wore a dress. Her crime? Existing while being hot, I guess. The assumption that she would just, she can just strut out in a finale dress. It's so disrespectful. Uh, and goes on and on and on. Um, convincing Daniel he should go for uh, Taylor, right? Um, in the meantime, uh, downstairs, uh, the Turner and Pooch duo are working on Nicole and uh, telling Nicole, man, the thing about Taylor is that, can you believe this? Turner says, I, I had a situation with Taylor. Okay. She approached me. I had, I had eaten. I put my dishes in the sink. She approached me. She was like, Hey, you want to do those dishes? Whoa. Excuse me. Wow. What is this bullying happening right now? Why are you asking me to do dishes? God forbid. You're only living with 15 roommates. Maybe clean up Unbelievable. after yourself. Unbelievable. Um, there's also a story going around about how uh, she, um, she, I think, it, who was it? Kyle that she was talking to? Somebody she was talking to. Maybe it was Monty. Um, that uh, she was asking like, oh, does Daniel have a backup plan if the veto is won by uh, one of his nominees? And they were like, I don't think so. She's like, well, that's stupid. Well, yeah. Why would he plan before the situation happened? I mean, that's why. Why would you plan ahead? You're only in a house for 100 days or I guess it's less than 100 days a season. Whatever. However many days it is. Well, that's uh, well, Taylor thinks that's stupid. And uh, that's it's very mean of Taylor. Very bullying, very bullying behavior. (sighs) I can't. Yeah. Um, So Nicole is being convinced by this. Uh, the dishes situation and the stupid situation. And uh, Daniel is going to talk with Pooch. And in my read of the situation, um, this is what really starts to tilt the needle really in the direction mm-hmm. uh, that we're going. He's going to reference this specific argument later um, in regards to uh, the Taylor situation. So Pooch makes the argument that uh, he says, look, Daniel, the thing, because Daniel is based, Daniel's, te- by the way, talking to every person and telling every person. So I'm between Indy and Taylor. Um, yeah, he's not like, oh, who do you think I should put up? He says, listen, A or B, Indy or Taylor, these are your two options. Like, at least try to get information from people, man. What are you doing? Yeah. Um, and so he is the same thing with Pooch in Dear Taylor. Pooch is trying to convince him to go Taylor. And uh, Pooch's argument is, well, here's the thing. We know, right, that Taylor, you know, it, if you put Taylor up, she's gonna probably going to blow up on you, right? If when she blows up on you and she's and you're like, 
uh, look, the whole house wanted this. And she's like, like who? She, he's like, I'd be willing to raise my hand. Uh, I'd be willing to support you. Oh, yeah. yeah. When she blows up, mm-hmm. everyone will just put their hands up and show that it was our idea. And it's not just you. We'll protect you, Daniel, from the yes. mean Taylor. And here's the thing, he says. Here's the thing. Uh, it's only going to get harder to 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 do this, right? Because if you put her up for a whole week, now you're having to deal with her for a whole week. But if we do it now, post post veto, right? It's she just have to deal with her for a couple of days, um, and it'll be much easier for everyone. Um, and uh, and Daniel's like, that's a good point. Is it? Is it Daniel? Yeah. Or is it fiction? I think I think this is maybe the thing that frustrated me the most that the, I cuz I really do think this is like the argument that really like clinched it. Uh and and it's the argument of this like false idea of how Taylor will react and the idea that like the reason why I would choose Taylor over Indy is because I just want to get the Taylor reaction out of the way in as short amount of time as possible. Well, and what's also really like on top of how it's all complete bullshit and based in stereotypes and is bad. The other thing that makes me so mad about this is that, you know, Daniel and Taylor, like they're not besties. She's not the homie or anything, but they're not like bad vibes. Like they, they could conceivably work together it would probably be okay and so even if we're living in a world where taylor is going to blow up when she's nominated daniel does not have to be the one to do it let someone else do it and ruin their week or or backdoor to get it having someone else uh you know cause a scene would be helpful for daniel in a week when he doesn't have power mm-hmm. even she's not going to do it but it, even if they believe that she will it does not benefit Daniel to put her up now for that reason. Yeah. So uh, after the conversation with Pooch, Daniel tells the cameras, I'm leaning toward putting up Taylor now. Um, And he's got to talk with Taylor. He wants to get that out of the way. Uh, And so he brings Taylor up and it's like, this is pretty much now or never it seems for Taylor. Um, But he gives zero indication that he's even close to leaning toward uh, putting her up. I mean, he brings her up and they're just laughing and like uh, joking around um, and having a good conversation, just vibing as he would say, just, just vibing. Um, she has no idea that she's in trouble. And, uh, and unfortunately for her, um, when he's asking her some questions, she ends up saying, well, yeah, the thing about Indy is that, uh, you know, I don't know that, you know, I don't know where she stands game wise. But I wouldn't put her up on the block because I think that if you put Indy up, uh, Terrence might go home. Um, and uh, uh, like, let's be clear, this is not what cause causes no, like anything to happen. But it definitely doesn't even, help. Yeah. Like, and it's the thing where like she doesn't know that it's between her and yes. Indy. Like, how is she to know saying that is going to cause a problem? Like, mm-hmm. that, that's not her fault. It's not. It's not even really a mistake. It's it's just a, something that happened. Yeah. Uh, so basically the point is the conversation doesn't really go anywhere and does not help the situation. It seems as though the Taylor nomination is, uh, really starting to get locked in. Um, so I just want to like stop down for a second, uh, because 
obviously there's a lot of discourse happening about the situation. I think most people are on the same page that like, this is a pretty absurd situation that, um, that is very, uh, bad, uh, and that, uh, people are treating Taylor unfairly, unfairly. I think I've seen some people sometimes talk about like, well, God, you have to admit she's not good at the game. She's not talking to people. She's not doing things. Um, to which I would rebut. Um, it's, I, I don't think that if you're making that argument that you understand how the game works. Uh, Taylor, from the second she entered the house, before she even entered the house, people had preconceived notions of her based on the leak of the fact that she was going to be on the cast. Mm-hmm. Uh, then she entered the house and had to deal with unfair stereotypes. Um, and we saw the second the feeds turned on, people were already judging her based off of like just the most minor of first impressions. Um, and when you're dealing with a group of six women who on night one hours into knowing you decided to make a group that excludes you and trash talk you, um, it's going to be difficult to talk game with them and open up because they don't want anything to do with you. Uh, and you don't even know that it's happening. So to say that like, oh, well, she's not talking game or she's not doing this. She's not doing that. Uh, it's like the, the whole point of play, like when you're playing the game and you don't want to be a Frenchie, you don't want to like just expose your whole game to some random person that already hates you. You have to get the vibe of the conversation and, and, you know, judge whether or not the person is open to talking game with you. And most people were not open to talking game with her from get go. Uh, so. You can't say that like, oh, yeah, well, she clearly messed up. I've even seen the thing that I hate the most, which is like, well, I mean, if everyone in the house is like separately all saying that they think that Taylor is this, then clearly she has done something. We have literally seen everything. Yeah, she has like, not done the we, thing. We got night. We got night one feeds like we we missed a very short couple of hours, but not enough to make it seem like there's any sort of substance to what is being said about Taylor. Uh, I have also, I've seen that it's like, wow, Reddit, Facebook, and Twitter are all on the same page supporting <laughs> one player. That type of unity does not happen. That should, if you're sitting here saying, oh, well, Taylor's bad at the game, take a step back, take a look at it. And we've seen year after year after year, um, black women treated poorly in the house, uh, largely because of stereotypes and implicit bias, like those kinds of problems. And then we get people on Twitter who I guess just love to further hate on black women by saying they're bad at the game when they don't even get a chance to play. There's been a huge diversity initiative at CBS, which I would argue is not uh, great because half white uh, and half everyone else is not really diversity but diversity alone is not enough it's called diversity equity and inclusion and more needs to be done at cbs in production casting every step of the way to create an environment where black women can actually play the game on the same level as everybody else Mm -hmm. uh and um i think that the fact that we have day one feeds i think Mm -hmm. is hopefully uh, enlightening people more so because here's, here's the thing. We, uh, we pretty much know this to be the case. If we did not have night one feeds, uh, that all of this would have been hidden behind an edit that 
that that would not have explained the situation. Well, I mean, I'm very curious to see how they edit the situation, yes. but I think we all know what I'm talking about when I say that, like, there have been situations like this before where the edit then goes on to blame uh, the person, even though they have no footage to show of a person doing something wrong, just footage of the other players all saying this person is clearly doing something wrong, uh, which leads to a consensus from the audience, which is like, oh, they must have done something wrong, uh, which, as we can see very clearly, is not the case. Yeah, and and that's the thing, like the edit um, has to go by the lowest common denominator and try and make it easy for the people who don't watch the live feeds to understand what's going on, which is what leads to the edit being inaccurate a lot of the time. So I'm super curious to see how this is all going to be addressed in the next couple of episodes. Mm-hmm. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Daniel seems like he is definitely settling in on Taylor as the option. Um, and uh, he's going to uh, talk with Paloma uh, to get a sense of what uh, to give her a sense of what he's thinking. Um, he mentions Taylor and she's she's down for it. Uh, he describes like uh, like, oh, I think she you know, you mentioned that she's like following you around. I think that she's just uh, jealous because she, you're playing the game that she wants to play. Uh, and she's like, oh, my God, you're totally right. Um, and, uh, there's like a weird vibe between, she thinks, okay, just to reset the, the Daniel and Paloma relationship, um, she has claimed that, uh, he has, she has him wrapped around her finger and that, uh, that she thinks that he has a crush on her. Um, she now was very upset with Daniel based on the veto situation. Uh, she was like, gotta get this guy out. He's problematic. Um, and in this, in this conversation, uh, Daniel's like massive puppy dog guys. I mean, like, um, like I, I get the, like, uh, you know, maybe, maybe he makes flirty eyes with a lot of people, but he definitely makes a lot of, a lot of flirty eyes with, uh, with Paloma. Um, whether or not his flirty eyes are just like, just platonic yeah, endearment. It's, it's hard to tell, uh, when it's flirting and when it's, um, attractive people existing. Yeah, like he just he really likes her. Uh, it doesn't have to be uh, in in any kind of romantic way or anything like that. But like uh, he really likes Paloma. He makes a note of it all the time. He's like, ah, I really like you're just the best. Uh, well, we just vibe so well. I wish we didn't have to talk so much game because I just want to vibe with you. Um, and uh, like uh, like, you know, 
and also like, oh, that, that t-shirt is so cute. Um, and so, uh, so they're, they're talking through that situation and she's down for the Taylor stuff. Um, then they get interrupted and, and, uh, you know, so on and so forth. Then we get to uh, Everybody Hates Taylor Part 2. Yes. Which kicks off primarily with uh, something that uh, that was difficult to see coming because um, it stems from something that we did not see on the feeds. But Monty goes to Paloma and says, so I've got something to tell you uh, and unfortunately involves you. Uh, he says, yesterday morning, and I believe that when he says yesterday morning, I think he means this morning. Uh, yeah, because, it's really hard to say with like the weird sleep schedule yeah. what mornings are. Yes, uh, because there was a conversation that they had this morning. I did not catch one the previous morning. And also um, the information that Taylor supposedly gives could only have come from things that happened in the day, the previous day. So anyway, I think he, what he means is this morning, but it doesn't really matter. Uh, he says this, mor- this morning, this morning, uh, Taylor told me that you were coming for like the big guys that you were targeting the big guys. Uh, and Paloma says, what? That's an absolute lie. Um, and Monty's like, I thought so. I didn't think that it was true. Um, <sighs> and, uh, Monty is really upset that Taylor would try to trick him and lie to him. Paloma's upset that somebody's lying about her. She ends up crying and the whole house starts rallying around her. Uh, like how dare Taylor? Yeah. And like for the record, uh, Paloma did want a man to go home this week, just just to to step that up in case anyone's forgotten. Um, but yeah, so she got caught, and now uh, she needs to be the victim. Obviously, yes. So obviously, there's a lot of confusion around this particular situation. Did Taylor say this to Monty? Is he making it up? Um, as I said, I mentioned that conversation in the beginning of the day for a reason. I believe that's when the conversation he's referring to happened. Uh, we saw a glimpse of it and then the feeds cut away. Um, I, I, my, the, the facts are we don't know. We don't know what Taylor said to Monty. We don't know if she said this at all. Um, my guess is that she did say something along those lines. Um, you know, completely throwing Paloma under the bus saying like Paloma's going for the big guys. Watch out for her. Sounds very unlike everything else I've heard from Mm -hmm. Taylor um, in her conversations. I doubt she said it in that way, but Mm -hmm. she may have because it was a good, like the vibes were good in the conversation. She may have just been giving Monty a heads up like, Hey, you know, watch out. Some of the, some of the women might want to get you up in a, in a renom situation. Or, you know, whatever it is. Either way, he came away from the conversation feeling like maybe Paloma, maybe she's saying Paloma will come for me. So he relates that information to uh, to Paloma. I I don't believe, uh, my guess is that he's not making it up whole cloth because he seems genuinely very upset that he believes Taylor lied to him. Yeah, um, I, I think Taylor yeah. was, was genuinely trying to give a heads up. But again, we're going based off of something that we haven't seen. So um, it would be great if in the way all of this is edited, we get to see the flashback of what was actually said so that we can have a little bit more context. But yeah, and so this just spirals out of control. Uh, at no point does Paloma confront Taylor to say, hey, why did you say this? Uh because, you know, other, other people get the opportunity to respond to things that are said about them, such as Paloma, Paloma getting a heads up. But Taylor doesn't get the opportunity to respond to what people are saying about her. Yes. And um, and so uh, I guess the, the final important piece to, to note is uh, in case you don't already know, 
Um, Taylor is obviously not lying about the situation. Uh, like if it, I, again, we don't know exactly what she said, but, uh, given the message that is being relayed, we do know that, uh, Paloma did want to target, uh, some of the big guys. And she did have some vague conversations with Taylor around that involved like women stick together, go after the big guys. Uh, so, uh, I don't think we have reason to believe that Taylor intentionally lied about the situation either. But again, Maybe, maybe I doubt it. Maybe we'll see this on the show. Um, so, uh, so this becomes the new rallying cry, uh, to like, this is the final, the final straw in the Taylor situation is that how dare she go after poor Paloma, uh, poor innocent Paloma, um, it's poor sweet so innocent Paloma, innocent and sweet. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, uh, so, you know, that's, that's going around and it, it really just, this is when things really start to spiral as this goes around. Um, and it, like, it, no, nobody, nobody is really innocent here. Like, uh, Terrence gets in on it. Uh, Brittany and, uh, and Michael go up and tell Daniel about the situation and Daniel is pissed. Like, how, how dare she, uh, do that to, to poor Paloma? Um, and, uh, trash is being talked all over the place. Yeah. And also just for, um, obviously we're going through everything, but if people want to read a thread to catch up on it, um, at Valerie underscore gallery had a, a good thread breaking it down this morning as well. Yes. Um, you know, unfortunately I do, do not, I did not have the time to like gather this, up all of the quotes yeah, because it, there's a lot of them and it's, yeah, exactly. And it happened like all night long through the night and it again, happened like, hours ago. Yeah. Taryn needs to sleep at some point. So, um, just in case people want to see the, a really good distillation of it because it really just pushes the, oh, Taylor is horrible. Paloma is sweet and cute. Why would Taylor lie on Paloma like that? Uh, people calling Taylor a bitch. People bringing up again the dress. Uh, just like working each other into a like fury of like a mob mentality. Mm -hmm. Very much so. Very much so. Um, so, uh, I mean, then it's a sort of like, Pile on top of it all, uh, we see Taylor crying in the bathroom, um, by herself. Um, she, she even like noted earlier, like, why am I always by myself? Like, where is everyone? Um, she ends up crying, uh, on her own. Um, there was speculation that maybe she overheard some of the trash that had been, uh, that, that people were talking because it was all happening all over the place. Um, that may be the case. She may have just like caught a vibe and started crying. Or it may, it may have even just been general crying that had nothing to do with the situation. Um, sometimes people do just cry in the house. Um, mm -hmm. it's hard to know because she didn't really explain in the, in the moment. She later actually talks to, of all people, Paloma about it and says, I, man, I was just crying earlier for no reason at all. Um, and, uh, like just talking about general stress. So, mm -hmm. um, I don't know why she was crying, but obviously like, you know, I I can only imagine that the fact that she is a social outcast, whether she notices or not, uh, is uh, certainly not helping. Yeah, like even uh, obviously we we haven't seen any diary rooms or anything. We don't really have an insight into specifically what's going on in Taylor's mind. But like, even if she does not know 
everything that's happening behind the scenes, you can feel it. When you walk into a room and nobody wants to talk to you and nobody likes you, you can tell like humans are social creatures and and most of us can pick up on vibes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Um, and, you know, like the, like there's very little like social support, uh, you know, happening like mm-hmm. she's having occasionally some good conversations with people but then those same people are turning around and trash talking her later um and so uh again whether or not she knows that's happening like there's definitely like you you can usually pick up on it and um and picking up on it is not the same as like knowing that you're in danger or knowing Mm -hmm. for sure that people are talking about you but just like on a subconscious level alone um there's a difference between people who are like genuinely like friendly and wanting to support you and people that are like trying to avoid you or like whatever. Right. So, um, whatever the case may be, you know, things are, are, uh, not great for her. Um, and she ends up crying, uh, which is, uh, very upsetting. It's, it's a horrible, it's a horrible clip to watch of, of just Taylor crying, uh, and feeling bad. And meanwhile, everyone is all like, oh, Paloma is so sweet. Paloma is my little sister. Oh, she would never do anything wrong. Oh, so sweet. It's, it's wild. It's wild watching how that work, like, like, um, Paloma being like the most active person in the house, Taylor being one of the least active. Um, but the perception is like completely opposite, basically. Paloma um, must have just a very magnetic energy in person um, because she does not come across well, like great when you're watching her. But yet people are really falling for what she's giving. And she must have some sort of quality about her that draws people in. Like, I, I don't understand it. I don't see it. Uh, I have no idea. I mean, I, I honestly think and, and, you know, I do think it is it is, you know, a, th- a thing to note in regards to playing Big Brother, but being very active, talking to people a lot. It, we hear it every single season so often, like this person's not talking to me. I don't trust them. If you talk to people, they tend to trust you more if you have any like semblance of uh, social skills. Um, and so like just by being so overly active, talking to so many people, they feel like she's making them feel more comfortable. Um, you know, and the fact is that most of the time, the people that are talking to people the most are the people that you should be looking out for the most. But on like an instinctual level, it doesn't feel that way. It feels like the people that aren't talking to you are the dangerous ones. And the people that are talking to you are the nice ones. And, uh, it's very easy to, for that to be reinforced because the people that are talking to you are in your ear about how, how they should be perceived. And the people that aren't talking to you are the people that are very easy to paint a picture on. And I do think that part of it also comes down to Paloma being very physically small and young as well. I think people are inclined to protect someone like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so, um, so that's basically where we are. Um, I think that like, I think that a lot of people are looking for like, like what are the main things that people are saying about Taylor? Um, and, and to like, to give that list, it's the dress, which they encouraged her to wear and then basically like like peer pressure forced her to go show off um they with the the stupid comments um which like like it's the sort of thing where you're like oh she said she said that daniel was effing stupid uh like 
No, first of all, yeah, like, she was just saying it's stupid like to not have a backup plan. Yeah. Uh, but second of all, it's like, like, yeah, that could theoretically sound bad in isolation. But if if you, you have to look at like what everybody has said, like everybody has said way worse things about Daniel, uh, like about other people, like these kinds of things are said all the time. It's only when she says it, that it's a problem because she's already the pariah. Um, so there's that. And then, uh, that now this Monty situation, the dishes situation, um, remember like back in night one, there was like a pineapple incident. Um, and, uh, the pineapple incident. And, and, I, and again, like, I honestly think the main thing, and this is, this is the, like the, really the takeaway I want you to make sure that you have when regards to like, is she doing anything wrong? Which first of all is no. Um, like, it's it's the preconceived notions it's the stereotypes um it's it's the you know the the leak uh, that the, a pageant girl is going to be on the show uh the idea of what a pageant girl even means uh to these to these people um then uh seeing her and remember the first time we saw people talk about her they were like oh like this like she's like this um <sighs> which is me doing a pageant wave if you're not yeah which first of all if you're gonna do the pageant wave it's elbow elbow wrist wrist <laughs> touch the elbow make the twist <laughs> first of all yes um, <laughs> and so when you're when you're put in that box when you when people are prejudging you um it's very difficult to uh to to get out of it especially when you don't know that you've been put in that box and every tiny thing that you do wrong every tiny bit of thing that like social faux pas that whether it's like a big one or a tiny tiny one that or even one that is not even a social faux pas it just happens to like rub somebody the wrong way because it's a misunderstanding or just like that person's weird uh those things get amplified and then shared to the group and then the group has a collective mountain of evidence of tiny little things that you have done that like if that level of scrutiny was put on anybody else would be the same it would it would be this like you know it, it would make them look bad uh but because she's already in that position it's now on her uh and and that's that's the situation we're in right like that's why it's that's why we're talking about like the 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 degree to which it is unfair. Yeah, um, she never so. had an equal opportunity to play yes. the game. Yes, exactly. Uh, so that's that's where we are here uh, on on day four. Yeah, of sorry, sorry, everybody. Uh, it's we're just reporting the news. It's not our fault. Yeah. Uh, and like, uh, if this is a bummer to you and you're like, oh man, uh, why do you got to talk about this? Like, uh, bl- blame the cast, not us. Yeah. It, because it's what's happening. And yeah. I am sitting here watching the feeds, trying to decide if it's more like BB 19 or BB 21. Mm-hmm. Not yeah. great. Uh, all right. So that's, that's about what we've got. Any, anything else that you wanted to bring up, Kirsten? Um, the shower drain is already like disgusting and it's day four. Like I did like, did they do any sort of maintenance on this house between seasons? Well, they changed the tiles, the ceiling tiles. Uh, yeah, I just, I think it's very disgusting when you're hearing people be like, listen, if you want to avoid the drained, the, the, the shower clog situation, here's how you should shower strategically. Mm. Like, get a plumber in there. Good God. All right. Well, that's what we have for you today. Um, and, uh, I will be back, of course, tomorrow morning at 11 a.m. Eastern to update you on everything that happens today on the Big Brother 24 live feeds. Uh, we'll see if what, what, what comes of this whole situation. 
Um, hopefully it doesn't just continue in the way that it is, but uh, we will have to wait and see. Um, I will also be live on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Taren Armstrong in just a couple of hours for uh, our weekly Goose Goose Duck uh game um and then uh later tonight i'll be live watching the episode uh on twitch uh along with all of you for tonight's uh sunday night uh episode and then after the episode we'll be live podcasting recapping the episode so uh check all of that out um oh, again over on twitch twitch.tv slash tara armstrong and uh here on the podcast uh kirsten where can people find you Yes, so you can follow me everywhere at Kirsten Said What, including twitch.tv slash Kirsten Said What, where I will also be playing Goose Goose Duck with Taryn this afternoon uh, in just an hour and a half. Good Lord. Uh, you can also hear me recapping BoJack Horseman every week on BoJack Horse Pod. Uh, you can hear me recapping Riverdale kind of biweekly with Frail Mary over on Kowski Cast. That's cow with a K. And every single week you can see, hear me and Sasha Joseph break down pop culture, celebrity gossip, and trending topics on Mess Magnets, which is renewed to the end of August. So please go subscribe so that we don't get canceled. <laughs> all right. Uh, thank you all so much for joining us here today. And I will see all of you next time. Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino-style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly plus free daily bonuses, so don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18+. Plus. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane. So shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.